So jealous of all of you. Cheers, I can't have boys. a crack. But yeah. I have water. Cheers. <clears throat> Andrew's gonna be the most hydrated of the four of us yeah. today. Cheers. Can we reach? Yeah, I can reach. I'm on antibiotics still, so I cannot. Have yeah, Andrew, beer. since you have to like kind of explain your whole medical situation while he's having hot flashes. Andrew's drinking water, by the way. Drinking water. So yeah, on Sunday we had the live watch. I don't know if he you guys was. watched it or not, but um I was pretty sick last week, and then it developed worse into my throat, and had a throat infection. Got to get that cleared up, but I'm all better now. I'm on an antibiotic. <laughs> well, give, provide a timeline. What day was this? Like this was over the weekend, right? You had to no Sunday. We did the live watch, and you thought you were okay. I was in the ER on Saturday. Sunday, I felt better. Right. Mon- Sunday night got worse. Monday was much worse. Monday, kind of taken care of on Monday night. So Monday night. But now so I'm that feeling was better. your Monday night was having a guy with the, his both his hands in your mouth prying your throat hole open. And <laughs> it was he enjoys it, it, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, second Didn't time say it wasn't a good time. But. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. Second time it's happened. So, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that was pretty brutal. But yeah, I'm drinking water and uh, I can't drink for ten days. So, um, ten bless you, Connor. Days. Yeah, ten full days. We still let you on the podcast, even though you don't have alcohol in your hand right now. I know it's a shame. Typically, you need to have craft beer. Water, water down vodka. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's just a a hydro flask full of vodka. Should have broke out the tequila and get all that shit out of it. Yeah, I know, right? I should just drink it out. Vincente did say he would have been proud. He He told me to drink some tequila. He always does whenever I'm sick. Good home home remedy. Um, but yeah, so let's get into it. Beers. Yeah. What uh, What are we drinking here? I'm running the show today because I'm going to talk. That's, I'm glad you brought that up. I, before we started, Connor was like, you're naked right now, Tristan. And I feel naked. Uh, God, I wish you were without any of the fun. (laughs) It's like it's like feeling naked, but without actually Wait, be, being naked. <laughs> what did you just? Uh, say? said he wished I was naked. I honestly wish I was naked too. We, only, we saw him half naked on Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I had <laughs> the door half naked. Just imagine without the towel. Um, no, I. Uh, Andrew's got to keep it easy on the voice today, so he's yeah. actually directing this episode. He has my notepad, which I, I filled I it out it. today. It's very organized. It's it's nice, right? It's nice to look at. So I, like I don't it. know shit. I could I could sound completely off the map today. Who knows what what might fly out of my mouth? That thing is the only thing that keeps me in line. So I'm I'm still waiting for my notebook. I do owe Jalen a notebook as well. That's been since like September. <laughs> That's mad funny. If I get you a notebook, I better see notes in it though. You better have like it's just Rafinha put, good. It's good. It's gonna say like Real Madrid. <laughs> oh, like it's gonna say fuck Cadiz, fuck Traore. Yeah. Fuck Traore. Fuck Traore. No oh my god, Traore. It's gonna be fuck Traore. Yeah, all, well, this all is the, this the is the podcast. We'll this is the podcast where you're gonna be about to back up that argument. So um, yeah, I, I, there's there's nothing to back up. Say, you can save it. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, Don't jump the gun on us now. What are you drinking? What do we drink? Yeah, what do we drink? Uh, Let's get into it. Well, I, I started with my secondary beer, the courtesy of it. I asked Andrew to pass me my beer. Okay, okay. I was holding the beer in front of his face for like ten minutes. Like okay, a good it was, and I was like, "Fuck this!" So I just gave it three and a half seconds, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like I'm drinking the, servant. I'm drinking the Loteria. You got me the beer, so maybe you, it's the Loteria. I'm drinking that as soon as it fizzles out a bit because Andrew shook it up like 
<laughs> Stop being a baby. Just brewery? open it up like that a is a uh, mighty squirrel. It's it's that. Uh, oh, you've had this beer before. Yeah, this it's, is, it's this a, is a it's, podcast normal. It's a Mexican lager. Yeah, uh, five and a half percent. Notaria. and uh, it's a very tasty light beer. It's um, good. I could yeah. I always, I think I said it before, but you can definitely it'd be a good drinking beer in the summer because it's did on the light. That? Yeah, you had that yeah, one you too. Did. You had that one I think last episode, right? It's, it's on the lighter side, but it has a lot of like flavor and body for a light beer. So. Mm. Um, It'd be a good option, like day drinking in the summer, as opposed to maybe an IPA where yeah, you or you can wait till you're out of work. Stomach gets you can uh, wait till it's nighttime to drink, or you could oh, drink during the day. Kind of a, a wake up morning coffee yeah, cup beer. Yeah, <laughs> mm, mm, this coffee tastes like beer. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, sh- I'm right on it, boss. But uh, that that's my beer. Yeah, Bush Bush is my well uh, go to Bush. Um, That'll, that'll get Bush the, latte. That'll get the boys fired. Yeah, you didn't Jay, really leave anything we'll left to the imagination. Yeah. You have three cans right here, right in front of the camera. So delicious summertime drink. I let people know. So I, I, I'm drinking Corona Refreshka. I'm at the end of the summer. Like I got out of work one day. I was like, I don't even know what these are, but I was just like, I didn't need a drink, so I got them. Refreshka. Yeah, and they're pretty. They're really tasty, and they're not like that sweet. They're not like lemonadey, like yeah. that the Trulies are like. Because I can't drink those ever again. I feel like they add lemonade <laughs> to everything. It just yeah. this flavorful <laughs> tropical cocktail, which is pretty, a pretty p- generic like description. It's yeah. not really that doesn't really is it vodka in there? No, no, it's just like a it's like a seltzer. It's like a spritzer. Yeah, but it's like. Cool, uh, it's just mad. It's just mad good. It's tasty. Did you say you bought them? It looks tasty. The summer? Yeah, and then they. So then I couldn't. Still good. I couldn't buy them because it, it, I think no. it's a summer drink. Or so I don't where'd you know get them? Uh, huh? Where'd you find it? Jill's I went to nice. I went to Gordon's. It was there, but I hadn't seen them in any liquor store since the summer. Damn, because well, because they yeah. came out with the seltzers. Yeah. True. Oh yeah, that's right. So then I think everyone everyone just has seltzers. So weird. Jalen, I think I think in the summer when we're like technically. Off work, you know, it's not Premier League season. Is when I'll I'll drink a lot of those with you. You know, I'll drink some of the like canned, yeah. light, <clears throat> like beach volleyball tournament beers. You know what I mean? These are these are beer dye drinks. Beers, we got to do the oh, whiskey yeah. one. Remember I said on Sunday the whiskey one. We do have to, we need to so, do that like deep in the winter. Like, I that mentioned needs to no, so I, that might yeah. that could be a Christmas is that could be a winter. Christmas podcast thing. We are deep. I mentioned in the this a bunch of so times that I'm it. really I'm already very excited for the Christmas episode that uh, we're doing. We should just you have to make it to the Christmas. No, we have to live watch it. We have to live watch it, like with the live with watch the a, a, a festive game. No, like a hard alcohol game. <laughs> yeah, that'd be scary. Just be boxing day, like general. a drinking game, but like a festive fixtures drinking game. Boxing, yeah. Yeah. end of the season, like oh, end of this, or yeah, or end of this, or Champions League. I'm live not watch. thinking Christmas. That's like ten months away, <laughs> no, see, man. But I, I always Tristan, got Christmas on my mind. Tristan's got Christmas. That's th- where I live. Honestly, I live like November, December. So I'm already like. Imagining the studio, yeah, have the, the studio by then. Oh my god! Decorate it up, put a Christmas tree up, get the big TV going. We could do, we could just recap our years, get some whiskey. That'd be that'd be I'm fun. Not, I'm not drinking whiskey, but yeah, well, you could pick any any hard alcohol if you're choosing. If you had to pick a nice hard alcohol, to pick have a new Amsterdam. And you got, by the way, I will have a dress code for the Christmas episode uh, in my apartment, so it's gonna That's be collar, dress shoes. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, oh. kind of be fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. it the most. I just said so. Yeah, I hope kind of fun <laughs> at least is what it would be. But what either you, way, what are you drinking today, Tristan? <laughs> yeah, what are we um, drinking here? Yeah, we're really we're really milking this beer. Uh, this beer introduction. This is Blue Comet. I thought I'd need to take it out, but I remembered. Uh, this is Blue Comet IPA by Widowmaker Brewery. Um, Shout out cool, Widowmaker. That's a cool name. Where's that from? Widowmaker's. Uh, it's in Braintree, Massachusetts. Okay. Definitely a place we got to go check out because the beer is actually very good. I looked, um, there's a couple different beers they had down the street from me from 
Widowmaker, and all of them have very good reviews. It's delicious. It's also it's amazing. It's a really really good. We'll IPA. link those beers in the um yeah, I was gonna say in the for description sure. for sure. For sure. If you yeah. are yeah. curious about anything that we're drinking, um, that's one of the things we are now doing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just in the bio, there will be a link to all of the beer pages. So just give a listen to what the name or title was, and then it'll direct you right to the beers page of every brewery um, slash maker that we have on site. You could ask most of your girlfriends about what I drink. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ask your better half what uh, Jalen had that week and she'll pick it out for you. Refresca might have its own site. We'll see. If Refresca's got its own site, we'll link that. I mean, below. last week I put up like Bud Light, uh, <laughs> Sam Adams. and Might as well. If Bud Light gets a few more clicks because of us, I got no problem with that. Yeah, they're probably happy too. Yeah. So they get that traffic that. through yeah, that we, website. We keep everyone happy. Yeah, All we're right. just pumping traffic. Moving on. Website. Watch along this Saturday, 228. Chelsea versus my United. It's Sunday. If that says Saturday, oh. that is my fault. It's fine. Sunday, 11.30 a.m. What? What time is it Sunday? 11.30. Chelsea United. Chelsea might, United. Might, might I'm down. Swing it, maybe not. We'll uh, see. May, maybe maybe can swing it, maybe not. I don't know because I have work, right? Like mm. every important game I have work. You should just go to Jalen's Go to the gym. Yeah. Right? You got to work at the gym. Are they cool yeah. with that? Imagine you just pop up shop. Can the, the boys gym? show up and pod for a couple hours while uh, <laughs> Jalen's got the worst that could happen besides like a like an injury? Because I'm not gonna be here. Yeah, he's on not, Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to Maine. Going to Maine for the week. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that. We'll figure Gosh, it out. Yeah, like but listen to us advertising a podcast <laughs> and we're all like, like oh, shit. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll think we'll get that figured out, but we're gonna get that game to you one way or another. It's a big game. That's that should be exciting. It is a big game. What is it? Chelsea United? Chelsea yeah. United. Huge game. The blues and the Manx. New blues. The dirty New Manx. Blues. Two shell blues. Points. Oh my god. I did pretty well. Nine points for me. Four but points for Jay. It? Tristan had ten. Yeah. And three for Connor. Best for last. <laughs> Connor had a rough weekend. He did have a rough It's always I funny like when I when I tally well. points, I can I you can tell the first couple matches when somebody's just not had a good weekend. And Connor, this was one of those weekends. I got like through five matches and you were at like two points. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm surprised this. that even turned out that well. Yeah, I just I knew you weren't making out of the group this week, but uh I was <clears> proud. We we I was one ahead of you going into the Brighton Crystal Palace game. Luckily the result didn't merit any points for anyone, but I was really? like, This is a big game. Like if depending on the on the score, you could jump past me here. But uh yeah, I'm. Just, I honestly didn't keep tabs on any of the games I've my, had a with my points. Of weekends, honestly. Yeah, Jalen still points. Has the record. What's the record? Uh, I think Jalen had 15 or 16, right? One week. Had 15. Yeah, 15. 15 Ooh. is the record. God, that's hey, like untouchable. Got, my my winning streak I, comes I, to the end. I, I have yeah. two two week winning streak with like six points. That's have you gone over ten? Money. No, dude, I, I win with six. Yeah, Why exactly. do I need to so get over ten? Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you right. win the Jose Mourinho way, dude. You win getting one point. Yes. Um. Moving on to the Bummer. potential kick giveaway. We don't know yet, but we're figuring we're it out. We're just saying it's going to happen, happen in April. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing you can count on in April. And what we'd love, actually, uh, is if you'd give us ideas. If you have an American yeah. player or a club that has an American player that you'd love to be featured or you think would make a great kick giveaway, let us know. We might not necessarily pick it, but uh, we always love ideas and feedback. We'll throw so. it on the uh, Insta story for yeah, sure. 100%. I'm pumped. I think we should be allowed to enter in this next one. Hell no. Let's no. just say we probably won't win, but it'll be funny <laughs> if we enter in. Yeah, but then what happens if we win? We'll just repick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the live. We'll do the the live pick, and if it's one of us, we'll just have a good laugh and just say, "Well, eat shit." It's not actually going to you. All right. Well, moving on into Friday's game: Wolves versus Leeds, one nil. Wolves leads one nil. This is a big win for Wolves. Yeah, it really is. Wolves. Uh, 
I mean, they've. It seems like they've turned it around. They're they're finding their form here. They're definitely relying on the players they really need to score. It seems like goal distribution's not really spread out that much. They really are dependent on a couple guys. But beyond that, I mean, they're stringing together results, and and I mean, Nuno's been doing that. So we, it might be a little bit late in the year based on form for them to really achieve anything special. I think in the end they'll still be a little disappointed, but you can still salvage, you know, where you finish and get your team some extra some extra moolah for finishing higher. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're in pretty good form right now. I mean, I think, like, Neto is really cementing himself as the guy on the team right now. I think they're, they're kind of, like, running the offense through him. I mean, he had, he had a shot uh, during the game that I swear was going in. Like, I was just <laughs> like, there's no way this doesn't go in. And I think um, it's Melier. I don't know if Melier played. Yeah. Yeah, he – wasn't it an Amelia? It was an own goal. goal. So Troy like hit a Troy had a beautiful hit. Yeah, beautiful hit that hit came the, off the post. The it was so it. unlucky for Millier. I think I think Neto shot in the beginning like it was like a lefty curler, and it's just like that's going in. And Melier saved it over the hand, which is a tough save to get. He's yeah, a good goalie. He is a good. He's young. I feel bad for him in that instance when I Troy mean, hit it. But super young. He was a scouted football handbook guy, so I think he's I definitely he's his 20. low twenties, if not high. I, mean, I think he's 19. I think he's 20. Yeah, yeah I think he's 20. Um, I mean, he's looks a player like a little, that... Looks like a little boy. He's a He definitely looks young, but he was a player who maybe makes a, a relatively big-time move in a few years, depending on where leads go, obviously. But, I mean, he, he's a he's a pretty highly touted, respected goalie in the league, especially given his age and with the experience he'll have and how young he'll be. Um, he could really be a turnaround keeper for a lot of bigger clubs. So he's somebody I could see making a move in a year or two. He's got the stature. He's just got to grow oh, into yeah. a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt. Maybe get the ability. His, too. Keep her IQ up a little bit, maybe his confidence up a little bit. I mean, you think about like imagine the hardest place to be a keeper in the league, and that's got to be playing for leads because you just constantly <laughs> are being hit on the yeah. counter and <laughs> or Spurs. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> or, like they have okay defenders, but they just <laughs> yeah, right. Or you're not. They have good defenders, but they still get scored on a lot, and it just yeah. seems, they're they're not a team that's going to go out and defend and really back their keeper up. So Malier's. Luckily, had a lot of chances to look good and prove himself, and and when those games do happen for him, he definitely looks awesome. But it's hard to look good when you're just getting yeah. shots peppered at you from all over the field. He's getting good experience at the best time, though. And like right. he's in his career, he's just he's playing every game, every minute. Like I don't think I, I haven't even seen their backup keeper this season. Yeah, was what happened? Whatever happened to Casilla? Um, Casilla still there. was right. Yeah. That's the backup. Yeah, is he the? Yeah, he. It sucks. He went from a Real, Real Madrid guy, big time move from Tough. Madrid to. They like brought him in as like part of the championship plan. Yeah, the process. But yeah, Amelia, he's had a couple shaky performances, but I think his better his better performances have certainly outweighed that. Like Jalen, yeah, he's playing every game, so being a young keeper, like, and with as many shots as he faced, like Tristan was saying, like he's bound to have a couple. Like Shaky his his career, if he moves to a, a club that defend, he's gonna be like, oh, this is how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> like I'm not getting fucking gray hair by <laughs> December because yeah. I'm constantly worrying about balls getting sent my way. Yeah, I mean, on a club <clears throat> where he can really sort of mold a, a better back four, I think he can really become a great really keeper. I'll be eager to see if he jumps leagues. Even you know, I'm not even really honestly sure how long his contract is through leads, but or what. What type of commitment he's yeah. made to them? Yeah, but I mean, I again, know. that is like the hard part about being a keeper at a big club, though, is because like when you're at a like a Leeds or a Wolves, like you're facing a lot of shots, so you're really involved in the game, like you're um, constantly active and kind of just 
mentally locked in, but I like big clubs when they have a when they have a good back line in front of you, you literally have to show up for that one occasion. And if you don't show up for that one big save every game, get you get ripped to shreds. Yeah. So it's like Yeah. Allison. Yeah, I, I, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I mean just like yeah. just an, an example that's yeah, happening. As right of now. late. As like, of that's late. That's exactly how like he doesn't face that many shots because Liverpool hold the ball a lot, but like when he makes an error, it's like, oh shit, like this guy. It's kind of hard to find the balance when it comes to the has faced like it too. Yeah, has like faced it. Lloris, everyone. So, um, but Spurs wasn't. But, but, but Allison. But, but, uh, but Allison, right? <laughs> Brian Tristan. Yeah, but Allison. But right? Allison, right? Allison yeah, 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 right. He made a good save this weekend. But, but hey, you mentioned him. Isn't it? I'm just saying, for some reason, Allison is like the example goalie this season for like good and bad, right? Like right there's, now oh man, you need a keeper to make one big save in a game. You go Allison, you go, man, <laughs> you know, sometimes keepers just, they make one bad mistake and that's the definition of Allison. Like it, it's, he's definitely under an unfair spotlight as Liverpool might also be under a semi unfair spotlight based on the injury bug. Again, I, I know I've been pretty openly more understanding of that, but in the, in terms of keepers, I mean, <laughs> Allison's just, you could apply him to fucking anything that's happened in the premier yeah. league this year. And he's a good example of it. Yeah. But uh, Leeds, Leeds, uh, Leeds zero, Wolves one. I think Leeds actually scored though. Leeds, Patrick Bamford scored a goal and they called it offside. That was a nice goal. Gareth Southgate was there too, and he definitely took some notes down. From that the, one. He, he was, he was like everywhere. A, that, he definitely uh, has like a crazy man. man. <laughs> He's got a fucking. This helicopter. man was leaving the house. Said, Time to go. <laughs> They've got that man cloned. And that lifetime, yeah. uh, the <laughs> lifetime <laughs> pass behind the scenes at any fucking stadium <laughs> in the whole UK. <laughs> Do you know yeah. who I am? <laughs> but uh, Patrick Manford, I mean, he's, today he took his goal tally in the prem to 13. So, Did you hear his post game? No, I didn't hear no. it. Proper, proper lad. I mean, I... He's got the shit out of his most, stick a lot. Most so players, I expect it, especially for how young they are, are super articulate in the Premier League, and I always found that so admirable. I find that so impressive. It might just kind of be that the UK accent just sounds more proper and intelligent during a post game. Like, yeah. I think that's just the natural benefit of having like a nice charming UK accent. <laughs> but when you listen to Bamford, he is nothing but hard work, nothing but team, nothing but I lo- I want to help the team as best I can. And I think that was why Sean Dyche was getting more heat when that whole thing came out about why he wasn't playing Bamford when Bamford had that stint at Burnley and, yeah. uh, and him being like a, a silver spoon baby kind of guy. But I mean, he really has impressed and turned a lot of heads. I'm really glad he fit. He fits in on this Leeds team and I'm glad they're in the premier league so that he can get the full, sort of uh you know performance view from everybody in the uk and he can really stand out the way that he he should the way i look at bamford um it's not like a vardy thing but it's also like it's kind of it's kind of harder a harder situation because vardy came up with no expectation no one bamford has had all this expectation at chelsea yeah and then he's he's getting like he played at the highest level with chelsea he gets bounced around and like you know when you hit the high and you and you as a player i feel like it's so hard to recover from from being just pushed away and being like that, he's not going anywhere. He had his time to shine. It's hard to stay invested and when you've been bounced around so, that much. So, um, I mean, it's not Vardy's is like a whole nother level, but I'm just using that as an example of like how Bamford has like made his way back up and has like grinded through the championship, grinded from teams down there, and then just now is playing at the highest level with Leeds, and he's behind Bruno and. Who's Bruno and Salah is top scorer? Right Son Kane. Son, he's like yeah, he's maybe even it's crazy. Right he hasn't caught Son or Kane yet, yeah. seeing as neither of them have scored in quite but, some time. But he's he might be no, even. He's, on he, him. No, he's above. He's above Son. I is think. he? He's at thirteen right now in the prem. So he, they've I don't know, slowed yeah. down bad. So so it's just it's good to see him. He's above one of them. I know. It's good to see Sean Dyche, You know, swallow his own words from his own shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from a few years ago. 
Um, and for how likable Sean, Sean is, just a super likable yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. I think his his pressers are great, and I like his his point of view. He's always said like, "What's the point of having a press conference if it can't be kind of fun or like conversational?" Yeah. yeah. But in the sense of what Bamford's saying, it's like, mm, man, maybe he wasn't getting equal opportunities, and it's nice to see him fit in really well and look happy at Leeds too. It's good to see him find a home, and hopefully, he can make it a home for a few more seasons before getting. Shipped off somewhere. He 100%. is to confirm. He is even on goals with Calvert Lewin, Kane, Son, all of thirteen. Only that's Bruno, crazy. Only Bruno and Salah are again. It helps that the Spurs guys are really have really dropped off. <laughs> but like again, I, you, you climb up, and if he finishes third or fourth in in goal scoring this season, I mean that's that's, that's huge. That's a good. That's a great season for him. He'll be really happy about that. He deserves we, it. Touching on it quick. Do you guys think he has enough to make the Euro no. side? No. This? no. no. And that's no, way less not. a testament to Patrick Bamford as much as it is to the England side, yeah. which I think it's just the underachieving side, yeah. as they are. Every year we say, "Oh my God, England are just they have position and talent, or they have talent at every single position you could ask for." They have uh, veterans, they have young players, especially young players. Eric Dyer. I fucking hate that you guys bring him up all the time. <laughs> He's kidding. becoming the bane of my existence. <laughs> honestly, I haven't talked about Tottenham yet. I mean, I just, I just think, unfortunately. It'll be really shitty, but there'll be a lot of Premier League players who are England guys who just don't see an England jersey. I, I think it will um, depend on injuries that will be picked up because there's going to be an injury. I think yeah. there's going to be a big injury before. I, I don't wish it upon but like, any team. Even then, there's, there's so oh. many England players that even two injuries at his position, he might still have trouble beating out a couple other guys. You know what I mean? Like, it, Yeah, it's going to depend what the style they go with is. Um, I think Ings kind of took him didn't take himself out, but with how susceptible he is to injury, I think that would be a risky selection despite his quality. Yeah. Um, if they are picking, obviously Kane's in the mix, um, if they are picking true strikers, but they can also look at their winger pool is so heavy so that crazy. like they can play Rashford in the like they can play Rashford. Rashford in the number, plays in the, he plays in the, the nine over the nine. weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh no, so, like, he got moved out one. Um, yeah. And th- there's other guys that can do You'd that. You put Ollie Watkins just, above Bamford, wouldn't you? Theoretically? Mm, I don't, in terms of producing, you, I just don't Bamford's think producing more. I don't think either of them are quite there yet. Yeah, I see. Bamford, just in terms, of like I'm just saying, the fact that you can compare those two players reasonably, Watkins just has, lets you know that there's just not. A, I would say Bamford's but, awesome, but maybe not good enough to make that anyone. I don't think Ollie Watkins is as clinical as Bamford. I can see Ollie Watkins has way more chances than Bamford a game, and he does not put them yeah, away. I also just don't think Bamford's like that. Like he's. Clinical to a point, but I also don't think he's like that, like wor- like world class finisher that you want to see. That little bit of skill I, that's required. Like, remember that left footed shot on the breakaway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like he, so he also had an opportunity today where yeah. he like passed the he got a ball square in the box and like it was just him and the goalie and he didn't manage to finish. But like on the grand scale at England, like you, those are the balls you have to put away. I think if you took Watkins. Ability of Watkins and Bamford, you mesh together. That would be a uh, <laughs> that would be a super athlete. No, no, that'd be a, a good Bamford Watkins that, love child. That'd be, be a that'd be a good player. That that would be a player that I choose over. Hopefully, Calvert doesn't Lewin. run like Bamford. Yeah, Cal- yeah, Calvert Lewin is a tough pick too. DC, like, it's going to depend. It's going to depend on injuries. It's going to depend on injuries. Hundred percent. You classify as a striker though, because I hate one. I hate the thing that uh, he's a number nine. They do for international, like the inter- They just it's put so like fluid. defenders, midfielders, attackers, like yeah. yeah, and they put like the weirdest. Like they'll they'll like yeah. classify certain attackers as midfielders and certain mid- like mid- yeah yeah. It's so, so even seeing like when, when people classify Sonny as a midfielder, I'm like. He's not, like, not though. They'll, it's probably, so weird they'll probably put Saka as midfielder. 
in the England squad when they, if he gets called up. He's somebody who yeah. needs to make that England squad. Greenwood's in there. Foden's. It's just like the pool is absurd. I feel like, I feel like Greenwood won't no make way, it. No way, Greenwood. I, saw I mean, Foden. It depends. Greenwood. We have a whole other season we have to go through first. I saw Foden yeah. juggling a roll of toilet paper today. No? And it was just pretty it The Euros is not until next year. Unbelievable, They dude. moved it again. Mm. Pretty sure the Euros are this The That's Euros summer. are this summer. It's this summer? Am I that dumb? They move. It, it was summer. Yeah, it was supposed sure. to be last year. Oh be, my god! Summer. That's why. That's Dude, why. South when you were talking about going to the Euros on the live watch, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty ambitious, <laughs> buddy." <laughs> oh yeah, this summer I better oh start my saving god. my penny. Shit. Yeah. Then yeah. I, yeah. Then no. No way. Bamford's getting called up. <laughs> I'm no sure way. Greenwood's getting called up. Yeah, I don't think Greenwood has it. But no, I yeah. But right. we should probably get yeah. Let's move on. Game. All right. Yeah, Southampton, Chelsea, one one. I watched this game in the ER. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're like, hey, Doc, could you move over? I can't see the TV. <laughs> no, I have my phone, but uh, yeah. What do you guys think? I was surprised at this result. I don't, it's made me more confused about Chelsea, this result. I don't want to put one result too much under the microscope, but it kind of seemed like all was good in Chelseaville and everything in Stamford Bridge was just beautiful and sunny and they were getting sunshine and They weren't like beating teams four or five nothing, but they were getting results and they looked surefire in doing so. So this one, like, first of all, did you guys see how mad Tuchel was during yeah. this game? Yeah. Like <laughs> punching his chair and screaming and like looked absolutely irate. Oh my God. He it scares how, like, it scares how different he can be in terms of like the buddy-buddy with the different. player and then if things don't go his way. I, I remember seeing Frank just bitched up and forth the sideline and like bitched at the coaches and the refs, but he looked really dejected and quiet, which I think was a problem that people had with his sideline antics. Was it's like, you're so quiet when your team's not doing well. You're not commanding the, the area. But yeah, I mean, when Tuchel turned and punched his chair one point, I mean... He just look on his face was just sheer absolute anger at the, at the performance. So uh, Southampton, yeah. I mean, we had, we said they hadn't won a game since early January, but they're not a, a bad side. It's not like you can be super upset with your team for drawing points depending on form. But yeah, I, I don't was, know what's wrong with them though. Yeah, they're they're in this weird spot. They even like they're not a bad team, but they are awful. Like they are no, so they bad are a right bad now. team with a with a good players. Yeah, but like, yeah, like I don't even know who's supposed as of late. They, they like, lost. They the, really I mean, good. they lost the Wolves, and they they were like the first game that Wolves like came out of their kind of their slump in, and that's kind of bad. So I think yeah. that nine nil defeat is what really is what taking Southampton out oh, of this yeah. whole. Oh yeah, this whole too. even before that they lost like three in a row. Their last win was Liverpool. Liverpool, but uh, either way, yeah. what was this game? Chelsea. So this this game <laughs> Chelsea was, Southampton. This game was a case of I mean Chelsea. Obviously, is dominant in possession now under Tuchel, um, but this this game they just lacked that clinical ability in the attacking third. They were trying to like get to the byline and whip balls across, but the crosses in were questionable. They were like just little floated in dinked balls with no real purpose. And although they had tons of the ball the whole game, they just really never looked that threatening to score. Um, and I mean, their goal came through a penalty. Um, Mason Mount. Mount Mount played well. Um, he's he's playing well, but like yeah, it was seventy one percent possession, but only three shots generated on target. Nine nine shots total. So Southampton had four and one on target. So I mean, it's just like when you have seventy one percent possession, you you're expecting to see like a double digit shot tally at least, like fifteen shots, something like that. Um, what are you guys thoughts on Timo Werner? He's, you guys hear what he just said? What what he recently came out and said? Yeah, he's like humbled by the Premier League big time. Um, with the like the pace of the game, everything is like changing for him. That that rubbed a lot of players the wrong way in other leagues. 
I know for a fact, especially players who play in France, especially players who play even in Italy sometimes, will say all the Premier League loves calling every other league a farmer's league. And then the two seasons that they had been doing that was like the, the city season, which it was pretty much Liverpool City, and then it was last year Liverpool, which was even worse. So I, basically the, the whole point of it is like I wonder what his – He's a, he's a world-renowned striker who's now moved from Germany to the... Like, are German players going to go, well, that kind of makes defenders in Germany seem like we suck and don't really know what we're doing, which I don't think is the case because there's a lot of great excuse. defenses. A little bit. A little bit of an excuse? A little bit of an excuse. I mean, I th- uh, also, I mean... It, he's a small guy. It is a, I guess, he's been out of form all season. I excuse, but I also like the term you use, like... like humbled like it's like he he got checked like it was heat check he was like he came in like this hot renowned striker and now he's in the prem big league big cameras always on him and he's not performing and he's now realizing like i gotta be on my game all the time and he's not playing bad he's just not scoring no so i'm saying like his his other his performance a couple games ago he got man of the match performance and he didn't score like he's not he's he's not playing bad is his role changing before our eyes is he becoming a not a i get the ball turn and i find a corner and shoot there like is he just gonna have to be more gratuitous he's gonna have to change his role i mean it looks like his whole positions changing because it again they were really upset and frustrated and sort of i think nervous with his form before but now they seem to be pretty happy oh timo Werner's playing great i'm like he's not on the score sheet like his role has changed in the sense of that he's playing he's playing wing now he's he's playing as a winger so and of all um, those new players too not to go off of all those new players chelsea have signed he's I, i feel like he's been benched a couple times but he's really the only one who's just had unlimited chances right like yeah, Kai's gotten benched yeah. Zayac's gotten benched and he's also had injuries but Reese James and Ben Chilwell both regularly sit on the bench now and yet we see him out there every single I don't I just know feel like his leash is endless I think Timo is a quality player and I think that that's a sign that he is a quality player that even though he's not getting goals he's still influential on the side and bringing just about everything that he can to the Chelsea side. Like, goals just aren't going in for him. Um, but it's not that he's I not. Think it's a, a, it's, so I, I think it's past that. I think it's not goals not going in for him. He looks completely devout of confidence. He looks completely shaken. That's what makes me nervous about him is him saying, like, oh, I'm, I'm humbled. I, and that's a very nice thing to say. It's like he could have shit on defenders in, the, in Germany, but instead made the focus on how good UK defenders were. But, like, for me, I just... I wanted him to hold himself to kind of a higher standard. I'd like him to come out and say, "I defenders here are good, yeah, but I know how to score, and I will score again. Don't like that day will come." But instead, he it's can't. Like, but he can't say that because he's been playing so shit. Like he can't come out on camera and say, "Yeah, like I'm gonna start scoring again," because they're just gonna clip that. Then, yeah, then that when look, he doesn't score for six games, he's not gonna. He's not it's gonna the Steam like, Bruce thing. Yeah, like, he's I just, just gotta look bad. If I'm a Chelsea fan, I'm like, I didn't sign Timo Werner to be a fucking winger. I signed him to be a striker to score goals. We have wingers on our side that are really good, and and Werner still again still has good matches. But I wouldn't be focused on trying to get him comfortable as a winger. I would focus on the wingers that Chelsea have who are already capable and finding a striker who just scores, which they have too. I I saw a thing. Or no, I heard it was uh it was uh our guy that we love, Tim Howard, saying it, and I agreed with him. He was like. A lot of people don't understand how deep that prem sides sit. Like they're 
defense like there's few defenses that are that pushed up in this league so like for him to get behind they're already sitting deep they know Timo can right. run to that mm-hmm. ball yeah even like we've seen him get to a ball so fast like in a split like but he doesn't have that time anymore because they're so they sit so deep yeah. they know that he's just gonna run in they behind. know what he wants to do yeah yeah and so like he's yeah. he it's not coaches making him wink he has to adjust to the game and he finds his space on the wing and you've seen that when he gets his assist, and he's influenced the game in different right. ways. It's going to require like t- at least a take on or two, and then like getting a quick step on a defender. Like he's going to have to run at least a, at least at one defender. He's not going to get in free behind like in the German league. Like because in Germany they're obviously they they play higher up the pitch. They're playing out of the back, and when they get forward, they get forward as a unit. They're not just going to pack it in. And I mean, it's it's just like. I don't know. It, it is a transition period for him, and he has the quality. I also think that he's like the manager setups don't necessarily favor him as a striker because they're not playing him through the middle. They're not putting him on the last defender, and that's where he operates best. So he's not an aerial guy either, and that seems like where a lot of Chelsea strikers all beat. of them. Like, that's, so that's, 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 that's why the prem is. So that's why they have such big ass defenders, and his short yeah. ass isn't going to do I, anything. I see him operating eventually like a Salah or a Mane. Um, running at defenders and creating space and, and opening and it's, up space. It's also frustrating that the way Chelsea plays is they stick him so far wide, whereas like he he's not allowed to play like a Salah or yeah. a, a Mane have, yeah. because Liverpool, they play their front three very they tight. Push, They're always the wing 10 yards too, off of each so other. And they interchange you can at play all up times. that high yeah. because you got two wingbacks who are the two best in the league, probably, right. tandem at least. So and it like, definitely makes sense why they can't, but... I don't know. I just I still think he should be held to a higher standard, and I know that he'll get more chances next season too. And, and maybe he's a completely different player next season who finds his scoring form because it's so mental, right? Like it's just it's mental is such a huge part of it, and his he just feels like his wires are crossed a little bit right now. I think, and he's still having trouble. It's probably helped that he's had some good performances. That has to help confidence, which is the overall goal, right? But I mean, at the same time. I've just been a little bit disappointed, I think, this season because he never really quite got that form I thought he was going to get. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, but for Southampton, Minamino on the score sheet. Um, His goal was really good. Good for him. Good for Takumi. Liverpool. Yep. I got one start, and then he got. He, did so you was, see his defense on that? It was no, so bad. It, no. it was so bad. He went to. He went to go. It went him. I don't know who was playing left back. Alonzo. Oh my it's God, him, Alonzo. Yeah, open. and uh, he went to the left where Alonzo was <laughs> going. So I was bad. like, what are you doing? Minamino was right there in the middle. Aspilicueta's old ass with his cane wasn't going <sighs> to get there. And then, was it Redmond that played the ball through? I forget who it was, but it, was it, it almost looked like he took an extra touch. And like it would have offered Chelsea the opportunity to pull their line, yeah. and they just they didn't. didn't. They didn't <laughs> either. Right. And I don't think they didn't. I don't think they knew Minamino was there. Like he no, legit, that was he yeah. legit was just in the middle. And that was a yeah. that was a composed finish. He took the extra touch, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no!" But then he just um, I forget who slid across. Defender slid across, kind of obstructed, Aspie. yeah, obstructed Mendy's view, and then he just a little toe poke in. And I was like, "Well, well yeah, at that's, least someone on Liverpool can score." That's that's <laughs> good for um, that's good for Liverpool, and I think for Minamino's career, just going forward, good move for him overall. Yeah. I think I'm happy with the loan. Moving on, Burnley West Brom nil nil. This is fireworks. This was, Yo guys, wake, wake me up when you're done talking about this. Will you? This was a. It wasn't a bad game, but I mean, it was a. Fireworks. So they got they got a West Brom. Well, first of all, Burnley was in control of this game, like a hundred percent. They should have scored. Um, West Brom got a red card early. Sent by Samajai. I think is it Semi? Is it Semi Ajay? Samajai. Ajay. Ajay. Yeah. yeah. I know Ajay. I don't know his first name, but Ajay. Yeah, they say it he, so uh, fast. Yes. Yes. It was uh, a. Yeah. 
it was a breakaway at half at the halfway, <laughs> and the ball was coming towards him, and he just stuck his hand out and stopped it. Yeah. Like it was clear, like he wasn't going to catch him. The ball was by him. There aren't a lot of clear straight reds. There, I feel like there haven't been a lot, but that was one where you're like, <laughs> just pack your shit, man. And he was just like, shit. Get the bus warm. Come on. You don't need to look at the TV. Up. Everyone knows I did it. I'm going to the locker room. Okay. Like, the- West Brom, like sometimes they just like don't know look like how they like they, they just like simply don't know like they don't know how to play football. But like they had like concrete chances. I don't know where that striker came from that they have, the black dude. De- uh, Diane. Yeah, I don't know where yeah. he came from. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's um, he scored against United. Where did he yeah. come from? I have no clue. But he they scored. He, sh- he should have scored. I think it was a Turkish team. I he, could be wrong, though. He, sh- he should have scored. Team or a French team. Next week, we're going to know this, guys. So. <laughs> we'll know. Yeah. And then, There's a lot of fucking players, okay? We can't know where everybody came from. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. And keep, then keep Pereira, Pereira got a square ball from... Yeah, Galatasaray. Yeah, he came from Galatasaray. I was right. He's on loan. He was on loan to Club Brugge, and then... Jeez, he only had six appearances. <laughs> and then they loaned him to West Brom. Jeez. He scored a goal against United. So Jeez, he's yeah. just doing his he thing. He clawed, clawed out Lindelof's eyes to get that ball. But, um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, seriously. They had a, West Brom, had a, I feel like, had a lot of concrete chances. They just couldn't finish. Yeah, they had um, 10 shots, three on target. The three on target. Like, Matthias Is it Matias? Matias Pereira? Pereira. Yeah, he's good. He, he scored a nasty whiffed, free kick earlier in the Whiffed season. the ball, like, right in front of the net. There was no <laughs> keeper. There was, like, a defender there, but it would have went by him. Just whiffed it. Yeah, Big Sam is not going to get the job done. No, they're going to go down. Oh, Sorry, no, West Brom They fans. hired him to get them out of the shit, too. <laughs> I really want like, to But he's not doing bad. Like, he's not doing no. a terrible job. You he's could like, argue he's that. Some weird, he's won some weird-ass games. Yeah, so. <laughs> he's getting him points. A draw. I mean, they need points, really. It's, but like, it's not like draws are not going to do it at this point, unfortunately. No. You, you at least hope that you haven't fucked yourself so bad that by the time it's this time of year, you're like, we need wins, not draws are not going to do it. We're, we're really far back, but... Yeah, they say it's not the don't. resurgence I expect. I expect them to get like a couple wins and like pick up some points against the They don't really sides, have an identity. They just, like, I just, they don't. West yeah. Brom currently sit 19th, eight points um, behind Fulham, who are 18th. Uh, so Sheffield I mean, have lost 20 games this season, right? Yeah, Sheffield have 20 losses, two wins, 11 games, 11 points total. Um, How many does Brom have? 14? Brom is 14 points right now. Jeez, that's like not that much better. <laughs> For yeah. Sheffield, didn't win a game the whole first half of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that is not very good. But, yeah, that's where we are right now with West Brom and Burnley. Moving on to Connor, the Merseyside Derby. <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Everton 2. A big day for the Toffees. Of- now, do you know the amount of years it had been? That Everton had beaten Liverpool? 22 years at home. Yeah. 22 years. And speaking of Everton, while we are on the subject, that new stadium is so beautiful. Right in the water. Wait, isn't that like a Unlike concept? Craven College. Like Everton concept? will figure out Craven, a way to, yeah. concept, yeah. But it got approved. It got approved, yeah. Like unanimously approved by... Uh, it's going to be a nice stadium. Like, it's like, like one of the most beautiful stadiums I've ever seen. It's not seen. like that Everton big. will figure out a way to see, screw it up. You, that's the exact point I was going to make. Yeah. It's not like some fucking monstrosity <laughs> like our friends up in London who are about to make the Amazon Arena Sports Complex for also NFL. <laughs> like, no, it's not like... That's a completely different experience. This stadium in Everton is like looks like it's closer to almost mid-sized, and it's right on the water. Mm, that is good real estate. Good for them. Yeah, well, well done. It's crazy because in that picture, it was mad sunny. I don't think I've ever seen the UK. That's <laughs> yeah, it's always life. pissing rain or snow on Merseyside, but the stadium looks great. It's like a so. mid-July 
shot. <laughs> That's what those architects get one sunny day a year, can. and that was it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, I, I heard something recently. I heard uh, what'd you hear? Fred talked about it, but how Ancelotti won them, won Everton that game. Carragher. Carragher said this is a good point. He's, he's, he's quite a fucking like, yeah. insight. Right? Because Pundit. you look at Everton and you look, you Carragher's think great. the players there are missing, as you stated, Alon was out of the side. Um, Calvert-Lewin didn't start. Calvert-Lewin didn't start. And that's a game that these players, any player in a derby would play with emotion. Um, but he went with the tactical lineup and it paid off in the end, mm-hmm. considering Liverpool's lack of form. He really took advantage of the situation, which I don't think any Everton manager would be able to do. And that's the caliber that Ancelotti is as a manager. Yeah. So, and um, that too. I mean, now is the time to go get Liverpool, right? They're mm-hmm. gettable right now, but that doesn't mean you don't applaud Everton because we've seen an Everton first team side playing against essentially the Liverpool U twenty ones in like the FA Cup, and Everton ended up winning that game one nothing on that crazy Curtis Jones goal. So Everton is is a team that has really, really been had by Liverpool. So. As much as you didn't enjoy watching it, it was nice for the rest of the world of Premier League to see because good for them. An early goal for Everton too. Yeah, they came out pressing. Like they, they that's what got them the early goal over Charleston with a good finish, which he's been struggling with. Um as far as Liverpool goes, like I I'm gonna sound like a fucking broken record and I can't even say this at this point anymore. Um I mean, we dominate games. We Create chances. Sadio had head balls. Henderson had a good volley. Pickford played out of his mind. Henderson injured. Yeah, Pickford played really well. Pickford played. Dude, the fingertips. That might have been the best game I've seen Pickford play like in like Um, four or five seasons, honestly. He also made that, um, the stop on Salah when Salah mm -hmm. was inside the box. Like he had, he had three match, match winning saves. Um, Henderson goes down. It's time for Klopp. Gary Neville made the point. It's time for Klopp to shake up the lineup. He's he's forced into it at this point. I think that he should have pulled Henderson out of the back line sooner and just gone with a straight center back pairing. Like what what do we have to lose at this point? Um, Eighteen center back pairings this season for Liverpool total and like different. I, what confuses me still is like Henderson goes down. Nat Phillips stands in. Nat Phillips plays. Like certainly good enough to get the job done. So like they played well. Him and Kabak played pretty well. Are you getting fed up with Klopp at this point a little bit with team selection? Like Nat Phillips and there's it seems like there's a couple players who have done more than well enough in their positions to find a more permanent home that are still second favorite or even third favorite to a couple players who are mainstays. Henderson has not not gotten the job done at center back, but I don't know. Even if I'm a newcomer in Liverpool, I'm thinking, come on, Jurgen, like. Let me play center yeah. back. I'm a center back. We don't got to adjust using players we've always had. I mean, it's starting to amount. At first, it was a case of like where I trusted Klopp and his lineups, and but it's it's been not working for the whole new year. It hasn't, it hasn't worked in 2021. Um, I mean, a good example of why I trusted him previously against Everton in, uh, what was it, two seasons ago or a season ago, he led with like an Origi Shakiri lineup and they started and we beat Everton like four, four nil or something. And Origi scored two absolute beauties, but like they haven't shown any form this season. Those two players. Um, I know he didn't play them in this game, but like, like, like when we were having a bad run of form and we go play Burnley and it's like, he, he, like why, dude? Why are you playing? Like, we need points right now to even just stay in contention. Granted, Burnley was a whole different story, but he he started Origi, started Shakiri, and like those are players that just I don't I don't know that they have much like time like time left at Liverpool. Like Origi hasn't scored a goal this season. 
Like, I don't, I mean, he might have one, but, like, he hasn't done a thing, so why are you leading with him? I know you have to rest players and whatnot, but just for the sake of our back line, we, we sign these center backs, play play Nat Phillips next to Ben Davies. That's, like, a like I couldn't think of a more solidified back line that we have right now. Like, um, Kabak's been playing well, but even he, like... He's just slow. He, he doesn't have that... He's a young player, so he doesn't have the mind yet within the game, especially with the speed at which the Premier League's played at. You know how old he um, is? He's 20. He's 20. 20. He played that beautiful pass to Trent. Remember when I said that? Yeah, that, that, that five-yard pass. That was so funny. That, when I read that, I, I like rewinded back, and I was just like, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just like, I, I think Klopp just needs to put a fucking solid back line. I haven't seen Nat Phillips had a bad performance in comparison to all our other center backs. Back when... Klopp was playing Reese Williams. You guys know my opinions on Reese Williams. He's just not cut out for this stage yet. Um, or ever. Yeah, if he has the pace to ever do it, I don't know. Take him over but, like, her. Nat Phillips sits <laughs> on the bench as, like, Reese Williams starts, and Nat Phillips never puts in a bad shift. Nat, Nat Phillips put in a fucking shift against City. Like, so team yeah. selection is becoming a coming that question. That was the game I was like, this motherfucker Klopp, yeah, dude. Yeah, man of the match. Where's he finding dude. these guys? <laughs> yeah. Where does he find these guys? But then... He, um, Phillips stopped playing. So. so obviously Henderson, 30, 30th minute down with a groin hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably going to be done, down and out for another two, maybe. I don't know. His hamstrings are. Center back pairing weak, number 19 so on the way. It could, it could be 14 or four weeks or something. I don't know what it'll be for him. But Bob's like, I'm fuck hoping, it, Trent, center back, just take crosses out of center. I don't care. Do what you got to do. I'm hoping that Klopp just completely shakes up the lineup this week. Like we're playing Sheffield or Brighton. I, don't, I think it's Sheffield. So like, Eek. it's a put, trap put game. Put a fat center back there. Put Nat Phillips next to Ben Davies. Um, give Kabak a rest. Yes, uh, Sheffield and Sunday. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, and, I and agree. Shake up the midfield. Like, Curtis Jones is like one of our best players right now. He gets taken. He gets taken off every game yeah. at the seventieth. And he's he is. Um, it's he's not a the, fitness thing. He's the either, largest so. facilitator for us and provides the most spark. Um, so I hate seeing him come off or not start. When Aldum's been playing well enough, and I think we need him as just that security blanket within the midfield. But honestly, I I I don't know. Put someone. I wish we had Harvey Elliott on this. Like, you guys should, should have Minamino back. I think. Uh, I don't know. This season, when it comes to like what Klopp is doing, like I I don't think it's the lineup. I don't. I could give less of a shit about lineup. Every Liverpool player would probably start on a fucking shitty yeah. side that's in the Premier League. But I think his tactics. I think one thing is that like he's stubborn and he doesn't change. So one of the things I notice is that he. Uh, well, you'd switch it up when Joto was in the lineup because you had too many attackers, but you have not switched from the 4 3 3. No. Ever. ever. You've not switched from the 4 3 3, and it's not working. Whatever, whatever the attacking, it's not working at all. I honestly hate watching games because I just watch us whip hopeless balls. Like, Trent's getting on my nerves to a point where, like, he picks up the ball and just whips the ball in the box. <laughs> and I'm like, who is, first of all, who's yeah. winning this head ball? Like, yeah, it's a good ball in the box, but it's like. It's frustrating to watch. Sometimes it's, yeah, not, it's, not, sometimes but, it's not a good ball, too. But, I've seen him do. Yeah, but like, and the, but then, but if he doesn't do that, that he's a big part of your offense, and that's what he's supposed to do. That's mm-hmm. what Klopp tells him to do. So he's being told whip these balls in, and it's just Mane's receding hairline reading it. So like, <laughs> giving off that slick. But forehead. that it, it, man's forehead uh, is something different. <laughs> he, he just doesn't change, and it's it's very annoying to see because like what you were talking about in the midfield, he what he's doing is. But it also has to do with injuries, so I, I also get that. Like, with the Nat Phillips thing and all that, he's weakening the midfield 
to yep. put Henderson into the back, but then it weakens the midfield. Because if you've looked at every goal, like the last three goals you conceded, it's balls lost in the midfield. Yeah, careless it, passes, careless giveaways. Because uh, in the Everton one, the second goal was lost in the midfield. It was a breakaway. The Leicester goals. Leicester, both, both were lost in the midfield. The, the midfield's just not good enough. Even with Thiago, who's like, uh, he's a great <laughs> thumbs up, Tiago. He's a great player, but he's just control, not doing control it. Control the for, tempo, Tiago. He's just not doing it. He's just not doing it right now. And so, I mean, the attack doesn't change, and the attack has chances. But I think, I don't know. The after the attack, whatever goes on back there just needs to be shaken up. Like yeah. you were saying, I, I wanted to do this before this episode. I just didn't get the time to. But I wanted to take an average of Liverpool's possession and shot stats um, compiled got, and like just. Cause it's I do some math. You guys had it's, 15 it's, shots, six on target, well, 72% possession. That's 28 percent. I I There's don't no doubt think you guys control. It's me. just There's a no doubt. It's yeah. as much as we're not playing well and not putting the ball in the back of net. It's a very clear case of just how unfair the game is. I guarantee you, if you looked at our possession, if you look you can't at our say pos- it's unfair. I think it's just poor. It's if you poor. look at, but like if you look at our, you're pos- not taking your chances. Possession percentages for all of 2021. I guarantee you, it's like 68 percent. And I guarantee you, we average. I, they, I like they've had more like they should. Yeah, be but it's not. Unf- but I don't. I don't want you to get. I don't want you to be like, oh, it's unfair. Like, don't don't. I'm get not into saying that. that, but like statistically, to lose this many games based on how much we control and how many opportunities we create within each game, it's it's like yeah, you're not like, being clinical enough. You're not. You're not. Cre- you're not. You are. Cre- you are t- having shots on target, but you're not. Taking it's, your chances and putting it sounds them away. like it sounds like he's taking a dig at Liverpool, but it's actually it has been. Oh, clinical. that is the it's case. Like there, like, there I'm, is I'm a not finishing deny factor. That we can't put the ball in the back of the. And Mo is the only one who's ever producing anything offensively lately, and even he hasn't been doing it. So it's like, you. This is a very, very extreme example. But Spurs, when Kane doesn't play well, can't, Spurs aren't going to score. That's like a matter of fact. So a, a, Liverpool a, are becoming one of those sides who you never thought they would be, but with how dry it's been for Mane and for how dry it's been for. The strikers Bobby. that they've played. Yeah. I mean, it's Firmino doesn't bring a lot of goals anyway. A, player, a good though. example. Hold on. A good example of this is when we talked about City in the beginning of the season when they controlled games and they just never scored. Yeah, that's literally what it is again. It, it, I mean, the mental aspect too. Because I'm like, trying to think, what's more like, frustrating: uh, watching a team like Spurs get attacked the whole game and not score, or having a team like Liverpool have the ball the whole game and lose? Like, uh, no, the attacking. Attacking would be so much worse. Imagine seeing the ball go. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. imagine being a player and you control seventy yeah. no, percent possession yeah. and you don't score goals. The like, closing like, question I, I have about both. Well, it's more of a comment for Everton. Special shout out to Tom Davis who put in a fucking shift. A player that I always am like, why is he in the lineup? But I, I get same. It. <laughs> he he doesn't. He looks physically gross. outmatched. His hair is not awesome. I'm no, I don't know if that gets taken into account by Ancelotti in the he lineup, plays a but lot. either he way, plays a lot. Yeah. he he had a great shift, and he's also very young. Looked up 22, plays in no, he's he must be 21. He's been starting for like three seasons. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's been on that side for a Everton's while. Barkley, he, was, he was an Everton captain when he was 20. He's the youngest ever Everton captain, but good shift by him. Excuse my question about Liverpool, more specifically Trent Alexander Arnold. Say every Liverpool player is healthy. You're going into the 2021 2022 season. Everybody's all ready to go. Yep. We were saying for years and years how Trent was just going to slowly slide into that midfield role in Liverpool. What one do you think that's still going to happen? Two, what is the timeline if you do think it's going to happen on that? I don't. I don't think that that will happen. Um, but you do remember that being a general thing, right? People thought he was going to become the next I, great Liverpool midfielder. I think it's with. I think it's more with the England side that he'd slide up into the midfield. But with how advanced that Liverpool plays, I don't think that it's an issue that he needs. It suits to be him too well. And and if we get our back line back, like 
he doesn't he doesn't need to defend. Like he didn't defend last season. He doesn't so, defend. Um, I think that <laughs> if we're healthy, assuming that everyone is healthy, we have our either whether it's Gomez and Van Dyke, a new center back in Van Dyke. But if they're back playing the football that they need to be, I think that he's just going to be like he's going to play a role like a Danny Alves or a Marcelo, a Marcelo, like that's that's the player that he will be because he he plays so well in that deep role. He can get forward. I, I mean, he can whip balls in from anywhere on the pitch. He can switch the pitch with just one touch of the ball. Um, he sprays the ball to Andy Robertson across the pitch all the time. So I think that that's just an abandoned idea, an abandoned notion. I don't, I don't think I'll move, I don't think I'll ever move into the. I just don't think it. Yeah. I just don't think it even suits from, him because like, he's not like a ball playing midfield. No, he's not. Even from the inception of that idea, I was like, maybe I guess like, but he's not really a yeah. midfielder. I just don't. And like, why take him out of the right back position when he can put a ball on any like any player's foot from anywhere on, like anywhere on the field from that right back position. Yeah, for sure. He can literally just worry about that if he were to ever leave and go to a different club. Then you worry about, oh, where does he fit in? But like at this Liverpool side, he's that RB, that RB position's on lock. So so. moving on, um, uh, Fulham Fulham one, Sheffield nil. See, it's not as easy reading the score as you think it is, huh? It's it's the the for, the format's weird. It goes team score score team. <laughs> so you're always like Wolves one to Sheffield, and yeah, like, that doesn't sound right. That's like, not how it works. It's weird. Um, I'll but it. goal from Lookman in the second half. Fulham are in that bubble. Since that, that botched penalty, Lookman's really turned his game around. That yeah, he has. Remember when he fluffed that penalty right at the keeper, the little chip shot? Yeah, he's really he's really turning around for himself. He's and like, man, I can't pull he's that. He's a good shit player. Again. He is a good player. He, he played for player. Everton. Um, yeah, Fulham are really start, they're clawing back. They're right behind Newcastle. Who are stone? Uh oh, three points ahead. Uh oh, for Newcastle, they're only three points ahead. Mm-hmm. Dude, they were in like thirteenth <laughs> place like three weeks ago. Have you guys looked at your <laughs> predictions? Uh, no, I, I have to look at look at them. I'm, I'm too afraid. I, I, had, I had Newcastle at ten. I had. I'm so pretty sure I had Newcastle at ten. Too. I'm pretty sure I had Newcastle on the bubble. Yeah, we had. I said Callum Wilson was the only reason they stay up, and now he's hurt. So I don't know if they stay up. <laughs> Fulham at eighteen. Fulham eighteenth, twenty-two points. Newcastle in seventeenth to twenty-five. Um, I know damn well. Sure, I had and they did Sheffield lose, at like tenth. So. <laughs> and they're in dead last. Yeah, I had Sheffield in the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but man, I had, I'm sure I had there. them higher than. I had Brighton going down, and they're only twenty losses. They're only four points ahead of Fulham. So they're, they're playing also, some good football, though. Brighton's playing some good football. Brighton looked pretty convincing. Not maybe yeah. not so much as Burnley, play, dude. You got Burnley going down. Burnley's twenty-eight points. So Burnley's not going six down, points. No at, way. Six points above Fulham. I mean, dude, this is like. Any of these teams could go down. <laughs> At least we have some sort of race to watch. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Wolves could go down first. Weird. But they were looking crazy for one yeah, minute. They uh, were. They had a really bad one. 14th or 15th. I think they're back up in 12. Wolves are a team that if they got relegated again would go into financial distress. Ruined. Dismay. They would become, they would, they would go to like the team. eighth league. They, they would they have to sell their whole team. But yeah, this is a Fulham controlled game. 66% possession thirty against 34% possession. Um, fifteen shots on tar- fifteen shots, seven on target. Sheffield only four shots, two on target. I mean, that's just Fulham, not going to get Fulham has been controlling games as of late, though. They like, have been controlling games. They, that's one thing I've noticed. Held the too. ball a lot better. And yeah. Sheffield, I mean, it's just a sinking ship, and they're just going to ride it out. I think they'll. Goldrick is the worst striker of all time. I'm, <laughs> I, I will. I will play. say it right now. Guess, McGoldrick guess is what? Still guess not what? playing. Scored against United. <laughs> 
<laughs> Modric scored exactly. against Spurs. Fuck. God damn it. He um, scored against all our teams, Jalen. Yeah, that on purpose. This will be an ex- He's legit terrible. To, to keep this quick, um, this is a Eric game. Dyer made him look real good. The, the, this is these are two teams. I mean, one going down obviously, but to see Fulham and Newcastle and Brighton and then battle it out, it'll be very exciting. To Shouts watch. to Scotty Parker. I was going to say, I, I don't think he's gotten enough credit this season. I mean, they are still in the relegation zone. So. Yeah, right. maybe not. Maybe we'll wait to so. give him shouts. Well, but he's literally three points off of the last two months or so. Scotty Parker's looked pretty formidable were, opponent. Remember how like bad they looked in the bitch beginning? against Spurs, and I gave him some shit for that because it was kind of a bitch thing he said. Dude, but. they were a sure thing relegation. When we watched them play for the first three months, we we're like, why are they even playing? Like, why do they even step on the field? But yeah. then he he went through a full like reinvigoration of the side. Full Dude, when, he, when, probably went to rebuild. he probably went to practice and said, "Listen, everyone that started, you, you shit. You're not playing again." <laughs> he took some DMT and he was like, "I know what to do now." <laughs> he said, "Except for, except Ruben, you. When we you're were maybe when we were recording on Tristan's one mic." We were, they, they were a shirt thing. Those were the days, was, man. We used to shit on them. Yeah. We don't even Those talk shit about Craven anymore because they play some decent football. We used to have to, before the podcast started, actively remind ourselves, okay, guys, when we get to Fulham, don't just shit on them for <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. Either say a couple they mean things and move on. or like I always said, I know we shitted on them, but I always said that they played some entertaining football going forward since the season started. Because yeah. they have the players, and the they, Leeds Fulham game in the beginning of the season was entertaining. Yeah, that was big, really uh, game. big Ivan. He's I like when he goes forward. Mm. They had some Ka- Carvalho, mm-hmm. Carvalho, yeah, Carvalho. Carvalho. They, and they have Caballero, Caballero. And they, they have Josh Maja, who they just signed, who's um, he scored, who scored a brace last weekend, right? Yeah, not this, not this past one, but the one before. No, he yeah, scored a goal. Or they two. also have. I mean, it's good to see Anthony Robinson. Honestly, the pianist. Yeah, the pianist Anthony, the American pianist. Yeah, uh, very good, very pianist. talented. <laughs> Decker, Decker, Decker Nova Reed is also a good. Oh yeah, the like, Jamaican. Yeah, he's back. really good. Um, so Scored they, against they Liverpool. It's good to see him going for it because there, there was that whole thing with Norwich City last season where they just got promoted and looked like they played it safe the entire season and didn't Pookie. like. Pookie didn't show up, but they didn't. They made no moves in the transfer window. Remember, they did really virtually nothing to like up themselves during a time where you have to take chances as a promoted club. They didn't take any chances. It's looking like they might get promoted again. So it's like, if Sheffield do get, I fucking hate those teams, right? <laughs> if that's what I'm saying, if Sheffield do get relegated, it's like okay, but you're probably going to get promoted again because Sheffield's that type of team that will run the championship. You gotta go for it. You gotta have a go when you when you when you arrive. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's just disappointing because as a as a fan of like a. Well, my team's in ninth, so you wouldn't call them a top club. But it, <laughs> normally a top-of-the-table team, I mean, if for me, I'm like, come on. Like, I, It is nice to see new teams, but you do like mainstays, and you like to see teams sort of get better throughout the way. It's good stories. Like, like I want, I want, That's what I want to see from Leeds, because I know they've been in the Prem before, but um, to say Leeds continue. Leeds are still a sleeping giant, yeah. I think. I agree with you there. All right, well, moving on. Tristan, I'm sorry. West Ham, too. No, let's Tottenham do it, one. man. Let's Guys, do it. we should do the Selly. What's the, we got what's four the, of us. Is there a shit sound button on there? What was Jay Banks? That's it. Was that it? That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah, perfect. Um, you know what? Let's start by shouting out Jay Langs. He looks like a happy dude. Yeah, I'm really happy that for him. That move from United, it seems like he's still he's still there was a part of him that loved United, definitely a part that hated it, and it's like a bit of a interesting relationship he had, but there did seem like there was he was a little bit sad to go. He always wanted to make it at that club and be more of a mainstay there. But I don't think man. there was bad blood though between Ole and him. I think Ole is like a very good man, man manager, manager. Yeah. and Jay, Jesse is like a seems he's just like a good person. And mm-hmm. 
he had a lot of struggles off pitch, like I've said before in the past podcasts. So he just had a rough a rough go last season, and he's turning it around, getting his chances at West Ham, and they're in f- fourth place right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they go into fourth yep. with that one. So it's like, oh, man, some people said, oh, Spurs, Spurs really needed to rebound this game. I'm like, Spurs were never in a position to win this game. Spurs winning this game would have been an upset. I feel so comfortable saying that. Based on form and where both teams are right now, and that's an extra shout-out to David Moyes. Do your thing, man. Yeah. This would have been an upset if Spurs had won this game. So that's why, again, going in, I had picked them to lose, and that's because it was statistically the thing that was most likely to happen. So The thing about Spurs, as I'm looking at the stats, they f- you guys had fucking suck, 20 dude. shots, four I, on target. It's, so it's, it's the defending, had, man. Like, but, yeah. But it all comes too late. Yeah, and it's so it's that's just the whole Tottenham story, dude. Is too little, too late. Like we'll we'll get we'll always get the the defense will always be shit this season. The defense was always going to be shit, but even on the days we show up offensively, it's just not quite enough, and it's just it's just so frustrating, man. Like it's the hope that kills you, but. I just so many people are saying like the next four fixtures are going to be so huge for Mourinho and they really are like the next four fixtures will really be what he he is you two guys bad t- performances from a sacking for sure. Do Absolutely, you guys have a sure. schedule going up. Or yeah, I said I we, said he was yeah. the first man. We both said that they would. We have <laughs> we have Fulham. No, we don't. We have Arsenal, Wolfsburger. I think, Ar- I think Arsenal has uh, that's complete. Uh, someone has a really tough schedule going up. But, but we have Chelsea does Wolfsburger AC like, yeah, on go, Thursday yeah. in the Europa League. Funny story about that. Until the game started, <laughs> until the game started, I thought it was Wolfsburg from Germany, and I'm like, oh, they got like a good squad. This is going to be a really tough game. Whole entire week, I'm thinking Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg, and I turn on the TV and I'm like, oh, this is Wolfsburger AC from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a relief, and we did end up winning four to one. But it's Gareth like Bale. Gareth yeah. Bale looked really good, but I mean, and he looked good against West Ham on on Sunday. Bar. Like he looked. He's somebody who needs to be starting every single game because there's not a lot of good going on on this Tottenham side right now, and he seems to be one of the lone bright spots. And we could Lucas still get Moore some good, good moments out of him. That you have you have some actually easy points you could pick up these next couple of weeks. I j- I feel like we've been at easy point land for the couple for the last we dude we've lost five of our last six Premier League games. We've lost five zero points. Five of our last six. We are consistently getting chances from those fucks a couple places up the table at Liverpool to jump them like we haven't been able to do in seasons. They keep losing, but sure enough, so do we. It's just, you can point the blame at Mourinho and the tactics might be one thing. The team selection for me has been one thing that's been consistently bad with him. But on top of that, the players just are not good enough. I mean, we start dire because we have to. We start him, there's other center backs, but they're like, somehow worse Davidson Sanchez is somehow more of a defensive liability than Dyer is but I'm just so frustrated seeing these defenders who just don't they don't put in a good shift ever it's never ever ever a good shift the the Antonio goal was like just as much as it was like it's much just standing no one, around no one closed down the cross in like when you defend the idea is don't let the cross happen for one and then like that's your first line of defense don't let the cross happen Lloris makes a good save Dyer just stands there, like, flat-footed, if, watches him. If Thiago him. leads the league and thumbs up after a dead play, Dyer leads the league in giving up a goal and turning and screaming at a defender. It's all I see, ever see that guy doing is turning and screaming with his hands in the air. He's a fucking spaz, dude. What? He doesn't add any defensive layers to the game. He takes one free kick that either blasts the foot of the wall in front of him or goes 40 feet past the crossbar. I have no idea why it's not goal number one every transfer window to get this dude out of the club. He's a championship-level player. 
Yeah. That's why we're ninth. That's he, why we're ninth. He was literally rooted to the ground. Like, he was so... He didn't even react to the save. He was like just he played for a team for there. 50 fucking years, dude. That's but, what the last five years have felt like watching this dude. And he's always on the field. I don't understand it. It's, it's the Mohawk. It's the Mohawk. Yeah, it's the Portuguese. Don't touch his hair. It's like a faux the Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? He's a guy who freaks out if you touch his head. He's one of those dudes. If you touch the top of his head, he, the whole the joke's over. Nobody's laughing and he freaks out and yeah. everybody's laughing at him. And then it gets awkward. Yeah, like, right. Like, he said awkward. one thing in Portuguese one time, and now Mourinho <laughs> plays him 90 minutes a game. The, the thing He's a walking mistake, dude. He's a walking mistake. Every week I go on here and I'm like, you know, it's not good to single out players on social media and to go after them, and it's not. And there's been a lot of players harshly getting criticism. But what the fuck am I supposed to say after every week he gives up a foul, every week he screws something up defensively? Like, what am I supposed to do at this point? I'm not, like, going on finding him on social media, but fuck if I'm not going to get behind the mic with you guys either. Each week and express my disappointment. No, I totally get it. I have, I'm honestly with that way with McGuire a lot of the time. Yeah. Spurs um, has turned into this is one thing that I want to touch on just quick. Um, Jose has turned Spurs into a reactionary club, which is not good whatsoever. It's like even it never when, works out. Even when they well, like in this case, they they go down early, and it's like oh shit, now we're down early. Now we should start playing football. And like no, that's not like you come out, you take the game. Even when they come out and take the game. They're reactionary because they go get like an early goal. They were doing it a lot early in the season, but then they sit back and it's like, and then they wait for the other team to break them down, press on them, press on them, press on them. Finally, they crack. And then it's like, all right, we conceded. It's one, one now. Now let's start playing forward again and try to get, try to get three points back. Like that's not how you play football. You can't, you can't just sit on a lead. You can't react to obviously conceding like all they do and their game plan is react ne- never is confident enough to go just they have the players to do it but they never just have the confidence to go play their style of football and go win games like they play they play brighton they play west ham is obviously in form but they play all these lower level sides and they're happy with just letting like a brighton team run at them it's, it's like, like why? I, I think it was... Why do that to yourself? This point was made on the kickoff before, but it's like, there's some games... You see Spurs play really well when they play teams like City. They had a good they had a good game against Liverpool. Not point, not games they won, but they didn't look like shit. And that's because the Mourinho tactics work in those games. When you think, oh yeah, we're playing City today, they're going to really get at us. They got a bunch of players in the front three that can score. They have a great midfield, same with Liverpool. So the game plan works then, and the players can buy into it. But when you're about to play like Brighton or Burnley, and you're thinking, oh, so we're going to let Neil Malpai just have the ball the whole game and we're going to try to hit him on the counter and you know you know how good a player he is so Solid March. Yeah, yeah like I just have, find it impossible that some of the players are at this point still bought into what he's saying I've mentioned a lot of things about Mourinho this season and, I, and I'm, I'm saying I'm not like quite at Mourinho out I think our players are not he's not good enough with the players we have and he might have needed to make a higher priority in signing defenders but at the same time our, our players are just not good enough but I, I don't think he'll I just hope you guys don't lose like more than three against. If they drop points, their next two matches, Mourinho's assuredly gone. And I'm hearing a lot today. I saw nothing but Nagelsmann, like from Leipzig, as the number one pick. If they, you guys have Burnley, Fulham next. So, or yeah, it's just like I wish I could. We'll probably beat Burnley. I have a feeling we'll draw to full. We'll either we'll we'll, I think we'll beat one of those teams and draw to the other, but definitely draw Burnley. Yeah, like you guys are both just gonna sit. See, in your I own feel like we'll beat Burnley and draw Fulham, but I mean, yeah, either way, have, I just you guys have Fulham after them. So, 
We'll see how it goes, Tristan. Moving on. Not good. Um, we already covered the last Villa game. Do you guys want to get into it or we can... I mean, who was your man of the match? I guess we can... We have the live stream, guys, if you want to check that Harvey out. Barnes, goal yeah. and assist. Absolutely check out the live stream. Good call. It's on YouTube, Twitch. It's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of our listening platforms. Yeah, uh, I thought the... He's not man of the match, but I thought the um, the young dude playing left back played really well. I don't know his name. I forget yeah, his name. I know who you're talking about. Matt yeah. Target? Matt no, Target. No, for Leicester. For Leicester. Oh, they, they played like Castagna? An, no, they, they played it like an 18-year-old left back. He was mad. Oh, yeah. wow. He looked like he looked like he was 12, but he was yeah. 18. Um, okay, Jalen. I'll find it. I think, I'm, I'm just saying. I want you to take like two, three minutes and just map out to me why you don't rate Triori as a player. <laughs> it's going to goal. Don't get mad. We're not going to interrupt no, you. We're not going to oppose you. Yeah. What exactly Thomas about Triori's game what did he? What did he? Like, you're rating two. You're, the two goals you're rating, one against United, that was a fuck up by a fucking United defender. I'm not, I'm not just the two goals. that are, That's why I rate him as a player, I think. That's, that's when shows, he scored that goal. Against, oh, he scored against United. He scored a fucking tap-in against United. <laughs> he scored a tap-in against, against Leicester. He doesn't do shit. He's... So creative offensively, I get that. He's a good offensive player, but he's not a good all-around player, in my opinion. He doesn't offer anything on the way back. And even during the United game, like he's a liability on defense. Sterling scores So not both sides of the ball. He doesn't get it done on both sides of the ball is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. what I, I just, so offensively, I, I, you maybe rate him, but defensively, you think he's a liability. Yeah. His, who, okay. who, they, who was Villa playing the other day? He there was a he took a crazy turn and he should have just hit it, but he ch- he tried to chip the goalkeeper. I was like, holy crap! How did he not score that? Mm. But like, no, I, I, it's not like I don't. I, I don't want to say I don't rate him. He's a good player, but I I don't get the hype. Defensively, uh, you think he's too big of a liability? I would I would a hundred percent. Okay, I, if I was okay. the manager, I would a hundred percent play Trezeguet over him. Trezeguet is good. I think um, I think it's a fair play to Villa because they are out of out with Matty Cash and no Grealish. Um, considering Leicester's like. Power going forward, I think they held them off pretty well, considering that they're missing their star two star players. But um, it's like Grealish's like first missed game in like uh, like a long. His, ass his time. injury got leaked through. There's a scandal about fantasy. that. Yeah, and because now, some of his players, Dean of his Smith, is like, I will get. I'm going to the hunt this man down. Players took him off, took them off their fantasy <laughs> before, before the game. Before the game. So the like, news because they knew he wasn't playing. So who's Villa pl- Villa who Villa the leak? Wouldn't took it clearly their, be like, people going out? Fantasy league lineups. They changed the lineups because yeah. they Grealish took Grealish out playing. because he, and then everyone so found it sounds out. Sounds like the Villa players leaked. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Smith is like, we're gonna find who did this. All the players <laughs> are like, probably Ross, dude. Shit. It was probably Ross Barkley. <laughs> he said it. He said it came within the training ground, which obviously that's obviously. so funny. I think that's hilarious. It's like showing up at a funeral of someone who died of natural <laughs> causes, and you're like, we're going to find who did like, this. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 you don't need to. It was don't me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all good. Dude, it was probably Ollie. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably Traore. <laughs> There's no way Traore does fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, City 1, Arsenal nil. What do you guys think? Man, if there was ever a game you could have gotten at City, this was the game because they really didn't look that good. They, they didn't look, look good, as no. offensively as convincing. They only looked like they were going to score one goal, but God, was Arsenal disappointing. Early yeah. goal from Sterling in the second minute. I mean, a, header, a header goal from Sterling over two defenders, both of whom were substantially larger than he was, dude, holding yeah, and just, just resigned on another he contract. Also, he, also, he also barely jumped. He was like, yeah, it was bad. It was terrible defending. One of the biggest issues terrible defending. post-match I had with this game was David Luiz's um, social interaction with 
the city players. I know. It seems like they were all. I saw a lot of that. I, I don't. Even, that's not even just happening then. That's happening like all over the prem. I, I know you got like your friends with everybody, but like, don't as, like seeing that either. As a player, Connor, you know this. Shannon, you know this. Like, you lose a game, you don't want to like. You, you, I'm so pissed. You'll greet. You'll greet your friends. That yeah, on the like other way, team, like way, way like after. as they're getting on the bus, like you'll greet yeah, them. You need like like, a wind they down. were talking in like groups. Yeah. Like I saw just red and red and white jerseys, just in groups of like four or five, all shooting yeah. shit and dabbing it's up. Probably and like soccer and photo. It happens. Like, yeah. It happens. Like it has happened in it other games too much. all the time. And yeah. like Stones I know everyone's like, oh, it's the modern era of the game. It's like. No, this, See, the same the, the same rules yeah. apply of mentality and, of a pro- professional. Don't you have any competitive yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. when it okay. with Stones and McGuire, I didn't like. I thought people were reading too much into that. I'm like, okay, maybe this is a little ridiculous. But that City Arsenal game was the first time I was like, this is bullshit. Like, come on, like David Luiz, yeah, yeah, like shit. One, I don't know why anyone's laughing or smiling because nobody David looked Luiz good. Either. What are you, him and Fernandinho just shooting the shit in Portuguese. That, David Luiz has got to know everybody by Bert, now. You Bernardo think about Silva, it, like, it was. Um, Cedric Suarez, Cedric Suarez, who didn't even play, was like buddy buddy with Ruben Diaz the whole time. Like your team just lost, and you guys yeah. are in twelfth place. Yeah. That's why uh, they're in twelfth. Jesus, <laughs> get it City together. is like, yeah, we'll chat. Oh, Cedric, Cedric's <laughs> Portuguese, right? Yeah, he's Portuguese. Yeah. Like he's dumb poop. Like most other people, I only watch AFTV when they lose. <laughs> he is awful. <laughs> Matt, I wonder. I wonder what they were saying post match. There was no no. Com- they were pissed enough about Arsenal, but no comments about the whole camaraderie at the end of the game. And I'm thinking that. For those miserable Arsenal fans, should be the overlying theme. Was what the fuck am I looking at after that game? Yeah. That you guys all seem like you're okay. We we only lost by one. Everybody rejoice. Let's go to the locker room and dance to Barbie Girl. Dude, like, no, could, dude yeah. it's ridiculous. Mikel went to the locker room like punch lockers because he, he lost to his fucking mentor. He's the mentor. only one that ever seems upset. <laughs> yeah. Like that that they that Jeez. they lose. I'll go play a five v five men's league against like two guys I know, and I'm like. I like won't I be ha- I won't be happy the with them after us. the game. Like yeah. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I mean, I'll, I'll obviously talk to them and stuff, but I'm not like thrilled. I think it, it just it's shows like a competitive game. Never mind the Premier League. I think, they, I think a lot of the thing, and I know like, um, I, I'm having Roy, Roy Keane. Yeah, they, he like they were in hit and uh, Gary Neville were saying it like do that when you go to the locker room. Like yeah. they were like we would talk to players after the games, but we wouldn't do it on the field. We go back to the locker room talk be pissed and then afterwards you get out and talk to her like our exactly like yeah. you get a shower it's like no longer that game like yeah feel. It was just like calm it, down like the it, adrenaline goes away but it just yeah. looks like you're like that would have pissed you guys off if that was any of your teams right like if yeah. you had to watch your team even if you would watch your team play like ship a win one nothing and you're like after the game you're like i don't stop talking to them just, i don't just show some emotion yeah for yeah. real um, it just, it just makes it look like you're like really not that competitively involved in yeah. the, it game. shows where Arsenal are as a club and the players that they look to sign like David Luiz and I think they're trying to keep him on a year I wish um, managers would fucking like get, step yeah. in and be like get the fuck over here yeah. you're gonna go run like go I'll put you on the touchline <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, wonder, I wonder I wonder where that <laughs> big hairy headed bitch <laughs> I wonder where that guy <laughs> <laughs> what that's the craziest thing ever <laughs> I wonder where that dynamic comes in with like the manager's role and can he like is it like un- is it like out of their boundaries to say anything because these are like grown men Right. Like, it's yeah, like, that's like the toss up of coaching. Yeah, at, at the highest. I wouldn't level. say anything like on the field, but I go out to the locker room. I'm like, yeah. I'll be like, you guys, I'll be like, you guys just lost a winnable game, and you're out there talking to yeah. you. like, like you, like your friends. Like, I think yeah. Sir Alex, the player, the managers like Sir Alex and Arsene Wenger, are like the only managers that like made their players feel like little kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the like, screaming of, of recent managers. The, the screaming like, stories with Ferguson are so funny. The uh, the famous. Hair dryer thing or the boot. I feel like not being around in the Ferguson heyday. I like really missed out. 
Yeah, I'm glad I, I wasn't there for season, a team that yeah. was that good and was that dominant every single year. But like, even then, I watched like half a season of this second to last one, and then I watched the full last season. That was that's why I got. There's into a it. couple managers that I could see being like like Jose, someone who might say yeah. something. Ancelotti is someone who I just feels like is like no bullshit type of deal, but I feel I like know, Pep wouldn't say anything. Wouldn't, wouldn't say anything. Yeah, he just like, would bench Pep's him. one <laughs> of the players to me. Honestly, Pep is just one of the Pep's, Pep's like David. He's like he's like good job, good job today. Yeah, <laughs> man, we he's need like, to. We really at the Mikel, end of the season. Mikel, Mikel, he, he, puts, he, he goes around to players, puts his arm around them. He's like, "You do a good job today." Oh, I, like, I, that video of him I really like yelling um, at one of the, I forget at Kimmich and yeah, Bayern. Yeah. Like, um, so like he wasn't yelling. He it was, wasn't. It, 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 was it was telling it, it, him that he's like one of the best players. It was like in the world yell teaching. He, yeah, he yeah. was like yell teaching. He was mad. Yeah. He was happy like, and screaming. He's like, "You're doing this wrong." And he was like smiling. I was like, "What is the, going on?" The Premier League world owes Pep one big fat giant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He took a lot of. He was like such an easy target earlier this season. And I mean, we. I still don't. I, I still stand by by the things we said about like yeah, his man management and like back. Like I still remember we talked about like the kickoff talked about it like Pep and his his legacy how he doesn't have the ability to manage teams. I thought, that, I thought they were totally unfair against Pep. I I agree with that. I, I I watch every single thing that they put out. I think it's it's some of the best football commentary for sure. But I thought with Pep they were completely off the mark. Completely off. I, the mark. I, this, this I stand is, by that. This is Pep's best case. Of may ever having his own team being forced to like create like not just have the world class players or players of old that other managers brought in. This is the first time that it's more so his team. Yeah. A lot of the players were brought in by other, but like he signed Ruben Diaz and, and look he, how he good got them on track. Like, okay, like so the, they're yeah. not cheap players too. This is so here's another thing. Their bench all you do is, is all you do is sign expensive players. They're not cheap players. Ruben Diaz and Joao Cancelo are arguably the two best at their position that the Premier League has seen this year and maybe in quite some time. Quite a few I years. I wouldn't go that far. Le- that's that's Van a stretch. D- Van Dyke for Liverpool. Way Cancelo has been has done everything that's been asked of him and more. And abs- and, and and much, much more. I mean, Trent was like I that. I was going to say Trent. I would put Kyle seasons. Walker of two seasons Kyle ago Walker, above Andy Cancelo. Robertson. I definitely wouldn't put... I, have you seen Cancel's heat map this season? He's doing everything. He's literally all that's over the field doing every well, single thing. You're talking about right back, though. Like he's, he's, he's a right back. Pep is playing him basically a CDM at right now. He they they City plays without. He's a right definitely back. the best right either, now. Either way, I would say, expense expenses yeah. aside for players, he's getting a, the most out of players that he signed, and he's, he's getting the most. Out not Cancel really getting this a lot season, of credit. That's for, for sure. It. Yeah. Same with Diaz too. I mean, Diaz was our third. Player of the season shout that we had when we did our watch watch yeah. I mean, it pretty pretty much is clear cut. But it's like I just think he was easy. He's really easy to throw a lot of criticism his way. Like the guy also lost his mother earlier during COVID yeah. and has rebounded yeah. by almost but, assuredly winning yeah. himself a league title. I just I think more credit needs to get. I think his I, way. I'm not going to take away from his, higher than his ability said. to just win. Yeah, but it's like the development, and it's also like. Did he really develop Ruben Diaz that much? Like he paid sixty million dollars for a player. Like he better be good. I would I would say he did just because for came. the best just, center back in the Premier League, Harry Maguire cost eighty million and was not half that. Good. I would just say because he yeah, came from like, Benfica. That's when I, the only when I look at that. you okay. have the best center back in the Premier League Let's right now at, on your team. And you, I'm not sixty million is a lot of money, but I'm not going to credit Jurgen Klopp to crafting and like making Van Dyke the player that he is. Like we paid eighty million dollars for him for a reason. So like if you pay sixty million for Ruben Diaz, like he's expected to like slide into that team. Like it's not like 
It's not the development that I don't you know, see dude. from I think, a lot of other I think the fact managers. that you had Van Dyke on your team has given you kind of a different idea of what is... When you, when, when like you you're looking at every, the manager's every center influence... Back that costs above this money should be this good. Like, no. Center backs aren't always equated to be that good based on the price tag. Sometimes that really fucks with the player's head when they go for that, I'm, that much I'm, money. I'm so. simply referring to the manager's ability to develop a squad. And, like, the development of Pep is what's always been his downfall because he just purchases the team and he admittedly does that but like as far as developing a player like how much money is Klopp spent or Pep spent on a back line like it's about time that he gets it right dude he spent probably over I mean I think he's gotten it right in the past when he uh, hit his back line has always been in question Mendy Mendy. dude that hundred point team was like if they got any they were so seven goals a game yeah they were if they they ever got pressured at all they got they lost. They were yeah, they, they conceded. Yeah, like that's how it happened. Their, their defense has been shit for a number of years until this season. Win, they, they relied on their attack all the time. Yeah, they got blasted out of the championship. I stand by that. I stand by the kickoff them. when they say that his developmental skills are not to the level of what Mourinho has done, what Klopp has done. But those get those get put in the spotlight a lot more than a lot. Like other managers' weaknesses also get put in the spotlight. But I think you you really can go for Pep's knees. He's well, a he might not always man. merit that. I, I, I picked him as I still think he's one of the best managers in the world of all time. I, yeah, I still think he's one of the best in the world. But I just don't think developmentally as with players he's not as high helpful. as high level as he I guess. I mean, let's be honest. I, I strayed more you, from my point than I thought away. He, yeah. th- this is a guy who should win manager of the season. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, or will I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy, <buddy. laughs> All right. Um, Only I don't even know if he's a manager. He's just like a guy that sits no, there. I, just, I, I, would, I would totally give doing? it. I would totally give it to David, it. David Moyes. David yeah. Moyes should yeah. be up Moyes there. Should be up there for sure. Brendan Rodgers. So Brendan yeah, Rodgers should. should be. Should or be Brendan, Rod- oh, Brendan Rodgers. Honestly, he's had a, like we talk about injuries with Liverpool. He's had a crazy yeah. injury list. And we yeah. talk about yeah. shitting on a manager. This one guy gets fucking nothing. He Brendan gets, Rogers. He gets fucking. We're still saying we're not convinced that they're going to finish in the top four in the second half. I am. I think they'll finish top four. It all depends. It all depends how much City win the league. If they win the league by more than like twelve or fifteen points, then I think. Pepsi. What are they right now? Ten clear. Yeah, they're ten right now. That's even on games. Because too. moving into the next game, United three, Newcastle one. <laughs> Yeah, we're within ten points. We're ten points. We're <laughs> second in the league. Um, this was a horrible United performance, in my opinion. Um, we relied solely on the individual abilities of our players, like and penalties. I mean, we were up, we were up before the penalty, <laughs> kidding, so kidding. you can shut the fuck up. I can't believe that you, you didn't mention Bruno as the first name. Like we rely, rely on the performances of individual players, but like Bruno Rashford. didn't play well that game. Well, yeah, but so I mean, that he plays well, we well have, and still gets a goal. We have so then, so then, so then I have to keep seeing this. Oh, Bruno has so many goals, and this. I mean, he, did, he. I don't think he played that well, but he's in contention for player of the year. You guys are hurting without Paul, but um, yeah, I think in the midfield and creative build up, um, ball winning ability. What's going on? How much Maddis, longer? Maddis played a fantastic I don't think he, game, though. I don't rely on Pogba's ball winning ability in the midfield, but he was doing it very well in the games before he got. What's going on? I think is he? How long is he hurt for? Um, I don't remember what the injury was. What did he pick up? I think it was what? like an angle in or a hamstring injury. It was, it was like a, it was like, no, it's it weird. He it was just an, walked It wasn't an, an adductor injury. Was it uh, what was, was that? What game was this? Uh, like two or three weeks I think ago. It was like an early Three weeks game. ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we didn't play that well. We was undeserved. It. When James, Daniel James got on the score sheet again after the midweek, which was really, I was really happy to see. But I remember when he scored, we were like undeserved goal for United because Newcastle at that point was on top of them. Yeah, fair play to them. They were running rampant. Almiron and St. Maxi were St. Maxi had two. Um, Can't wait for him Maxie to leave. Had a that's great finish. That's yeah, that was a good side. finish. And I just think defensively again we were shaky. Lindelof McGuire, the back line. 
I'm really getting sick of that. And we need to invest in the center back this summer that we can like we can bring in like Ruben Boo Diaz and just who, put him in the center, put him in that position. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really happy for Rashford getting on the score sheet. Rashford and had a game. Yeah, he had a game. He, he was, was just taking on guys. The, the things he, he does, was spark. He his, was like uh, his separ- his one on one ability to create separation, fire off a quick shot. I mean, Harvey Barnes is not even remotely the player that Rashford is yet, but. Those are two players that come to mind when they're they're kind of making that their move. Make maybe it's it's tight space, but they get a quick left or right, and he can really get rid of that ball quickly and find a bottom corner. Yeah, it's, it's a remind me. It reminds me of Ronaldo when he was at United. Yeah. Um, and I think we had like we, we debated on the whole can players do it besides Bruno? And I mean Rashford's one of those players who I rely on when our, when Bruno's not performing. Fifty two goals have come from those two. Yeah. And Just, like, that's like it, it, it was a crazy set. It was like sixty percent of sixty percent of United's goals have either been assisted or scored by those two. Uh, and that's, I, that's the craziest stat in the world. I was worried that we were going to, to draw this game. Consider me came off those two draws. Um, was it nil nil at the half from West Brom and uh, it, no, was it was one one, 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 one at the one half. half. Yeah. So I mean, overall, to keep it short and sweet, happy with the win, not happy with the performance, unhappy with the center back lineup. I was going to say, we're all getting uh, frustrated with our team's line of choices. Different reasons. And we're t- <laughs> line of choices players are too brash. Mine just flat out suck. And then Connor's like, can I just get one I get tandem for more than one game? <laughs> I was saying Maddich and Luke Shaw played pretty well for United. Well, like, as, an, like as an individual. Back center back, Maddich, is a, <laughs> Maddich is so reliable. I think yeah. he's one of the most reliable players that he's, we have. He's very smart, cool, and collected. So composed He'd be better than like Lindelof, I think. <laughs> he's just not but fast. He's not fast enough. Lindelof's yeah. faster yeah, than him. Smart. I think in a United side that does lack a bit of composure in some pretty, uh, pretty important areas. That's I definitely agree with you. He's somebody who brings that. And Dan, um, James Dan James, I'm really happy for Dan James. He his post match interview was. Um, I didn't. I, I'm just happy that he's back in the lineup because he Part was getting a lot of stick. It was, it was he, a good finish. He, he got a lot of run of games last season, and there was a lot of pressure. Played a ton. He wasn't supposed to come in and start every game like he did, mm. and. Um, I mean, he did it to the best of his ability, and then he's just trying off. to get that lead stock up. He's tr- pushing for that lead yeah. move, and once he plays he better, would fan to lead so, so well. My, bro- my brother's always, my brother's always like, be a prototype leads player. My brother's always saying, "No soccer IQ, just runs." <laughs> he does. Yeah, I mean, he does, he, yeah. there, were, there were so many times he just get the ball and he looked to run down the sideline, like a sideline guy. And he gets the ball and, and turns and kicks it. Follow him. One of the he doesn't even know what his end goal is. He just like runs, turn, kick the ball down the sideline, and fucking go get it. One of the worst things was our transition like when we when Playing we were on, on the back we were too. on the break like we just we have like the players just slow it down like dan james slowed down the play and it's like that's not like newcastle center back line like their defense is pretty shaky like you need to drive at them and take advantage of those spaces yeah, being opened up cover um but I mean, we got three points 10 points behind city and nice. Nice. yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> right there with them yeah all right buddy how's, how's sixth yeah not as, as good as ninth. We'll get as many <laughs> trophies as you will this season. Um, oh, we'll see about that. We're still in two competitions. <laughs> wow. Which competition? FA is Cup and Europa League. You're out at EFL? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're in a cup final. Lose so. We're just resting our players for the cup final. We lost to City. Yeah, we lost to City. We were in the we were in the semifinal. Yeah. John Stone scored that game. Great player. Love him. Yeah, I was yeah, so yeah you see a video of John Stone's dancing. He's a pretty good dancer. It was, good. yeah, that was rhythm. mad funny. He's, 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 he's a, yeah, it's a good guy. Yeah, I, I can use those moves. I need those. 
Pass need something. Over, John. Yeah, need something. Need something. I need a Bars lot. are going to start opening I back up soon, Connor. You're going to have moves. to get a move that you can rely on. Yeah. Do you want a Bud Light? <laughs> I, I have like 20. Don't worry. Andrew's um, got enough for everybody. Moving on. Uh, Brighton. How many games do we have left? I have no idea. We have idea. one game left. So Palace 2, Brighton 1. You want a worldy goal? Worldies. Two worldies goal. goals. I was gonna say, you want Robin Van Persie esque goals? If you yeah. did not see the highlights for this game, go do yourself a huge favor and watch the highlights because Crystal Palace scored two beautiful goals. Yeah, They're just see, like individual talent. Was did you see after the, the first goal? He thought he got called off sides. He, <laughs> yeah, like, he was like over by the corner. Flag. That would have been the most Premier League thing ever if he got called off on that play. Literally, like, yeah. Way to ruin it. Would have been like a the pinky toe of like the defender like got him off. Yeah. Or his dread was off. Garbage like that. It's good to see Palace win without Zaha. I mean he he's been missed every time they don't he doesn't play. I mean their team team does not win. Hurts my brain, honestly. (laughs) Like we've been saying, they're in form. What do you what do we say about them? They got absolutely throttled by Brighton. They were like not even in this game. Whatsoever. They that, had two counterattacks. They, counter no, they had no reason, they they had had no reason to win. 75 to 25 possessions. That shit Palestine Against so, Brighton. Like, 25 shots for Brighton. I've never, I've never seen that. Because every time Spurs play them, it's like a, <laughs> they, Palace play great. Like, why? Everybody gets this shitty Palace side, except for Spurs who show up. And I'm like, oh, we got Barcelona. We lost to Palace, too. Today. Did you? We lost first game of the season. <laughs> first game. Yeah. Um, I remember that we scored seven. Yeah, I've Palos. never seen a quicker Ole out in my entire life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tim Howe, like, Tech. Um, but yeah, Palos. Christian Ben Percy. Yeah, Christian Ben Percy absolutely banging in a volley goal from former Tottenham Hotspur Andros Townsend. Speaking of a frustrating player, oh my god, when he's he was in Liverpool. I got so mad watching him play, but yeah. then like he scored a bike against United. It's when he was at Villa, he was nasty. He was yeah, insane. He, was he, insane. Insane. Similar he has at Crystal. I feel he like. has as many goals as uh, Martial does in the Premier League. Yep. Yeah, Granted, no, he's been in the, he's been in the league way longer, but him at him at Villa was where his goals came in bunches, and that's mm-hmm. when Liverpool signed him. But it's just a frustrating player, like to do the, to do what he did, um, and then like then you watch him touch the ball, and he has like a brick on his foot, yeah. and it. Like he can't even he's this big ass forward and so he can't even hold so the hard. ball up. Uh he can't pick the right pass. It's just like stuff like that. It's like frustrating to watch as a forward. But yeah, I mean very entertaining game. Big Palace with some amazing Crystal. goals. And uh that wraps up the weekend. That's it. Good weekend uh, to recap. Yeah, Andrew, fu- I'm actually very glad you could join us today. I know it was like definitely a game time decision, and we yeah. almost lost you a couple times there. Um, <laughs> here now. Hot flashes, like total hot flashes. Here now, yeah. I'm here now, though. Um, um, it's it's good to be back. I want to drink really badly, yeah. but I can't. We all drink enough for you. Jalen had three. I had this is my second. We st- I started I before two. the pod. I had two. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Yeah. I don't mean to put you on blast like that. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Hey, dude, can we talk after this? Uh, no. Just about the amount that you've been drinking during the podcast. <laughs> don't worry me. But us and, us and the viewers have really been uh, coming together. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's yeah. coming up? We got like we said, watch long. Watch long coming up Sunday potentially. Potentially, um, we have a lot to figure kick, out there. Kick giveaway, like. obviously in April. Kick we'll, giveaway in April. Let us know. We'll get some. We'll get a poll up. We'll see what people are looking for. We'll just yeah. get some ideas. That's ideas a, running we should through. poll our next kit. That's actually a really good idea. We should get more polls up. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to win this game? Just like, Not Tottenham. Who's it's, PFA, just, who's it's, just fun, it's just fun clicking those little Instagram things. It and is like fun, seeing yeah. what the percentage it is. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll toss a couple of those up. But, yeah, hopefully we can get that watch along done this weekend. Um, we're going to be looking to get on Clubhouse. 
So I don't know if any of you guys use Clubhouse. I have to. I, I thought it was but down or something. I don't know if it was. You guys meet Clubhouse girls on Clubhouse? So is that a dating app? No, it's so Maybe. weird. It's, it's like for an, like you basically just go and talk to people. It's like a, yeah, it's like an invite only networking. Like okay, so no girls. No, nope. <laughs> probably could find girls. Probably yeah. <laughs> Where there's oh, a will, there's Tristan. a way. Tristan, yeah. this isn't a girls thing. I'm 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 picking up. Tristan, we should go. <laughs> I on might a, be there. I might not. We'll see. I don't we know. should go on Omegle, dude. We should and just talk about the howlers. When you go on Omegle, you see a lot of uh, unsolicited <laughs> penises. Yeah, taint. I've never been on Omegle, so yeah. Omegle is Omegle is, I believe, what uh, Alfonso Davis was using to talk to that absolute vegetable <laughs> who didn't know who he was. He said, oh, yeah, I play for Bayern. Oh, yeah. One of the things that I learned when I was juggling is you got to stay on your toes. That was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, guys, don't forget to um, follow us at the Howlers Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Subscribe there. TikTok. Video content up um, weekly. Pinterest. Poshmark. Depop. We're on LinkedIn now, too. What the fuck is Poshmark? I thought that was a department store. (laughs) Depop is where you sell clothes. Yeah, they all, they're, they're all the clothes selling. <laughs> okay, got it. got it. Well, you guys need to update me on that, but uh, yeah, follow us elsewhere. Oh yeah, t-shirts. Right. Hopefully, we'll get that order in. Yeah, get the t-shirts coming. We keep saying that. We keep saying that, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> but yeah, go check us out. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we love your support, and hopefully, see you guys this weekend. Happy listening. Peace out. Cheers.